Chronic Danger. Hi, friends, and welcome back to another episode of the Chronic Danger podcast. This will be episode number two. Appreciate you guys tuning in and listening. Be sure to like and subscribe. I'm still figuring all this out. Don't have a theme yet. Don't have a structure. I'm just going to talk about anything and everything as it comes up in my brain. So today I'm going to be talking about social media and specifically social media's effect on our mental health. I saw a post from Brody Wellmaker today. He's a really popular content creator on TikTok, does a lot of great funny stuff, but he got serious and he announced that he's going to be taking a break from social media to work on his mental health. And there's a couple of things that he talked about that I want to talk to you guys about because it makes a lot of sense. So he explained social media when you're swiping and I'll just use TikTok as an example because it's easier. You can apply this to Facebook, to Snapchat, anything else that you can go from watching a super sad video, okay? Something like someone had lost their grandparent, you know, there's sad music playing and you feel for them, you know, you want to cry, it's sadness and you watch that for about 30 seconds and then you scroll to the next one it's something super cute, adorable, you know, like a bunch of kittens or, you know, puppies or something fun, right? You scroll up and it's it's a comedy sketch. You know, you get that that comic relief, which is good. I, I think social media is important to escape reality in some sense. You know, if you're having a bad day, you can't escape. But then you scroll again and it's something super sad again. It could be a breakup video or, again, they lost a loved one or something difficult. You scroll up and it's someone dancing. <laughs> and it's really interesting. I never really thought about it that way. But, you know, when you watch like a really good movie, you know, you Say you go to the movie theater, it's like this two and a half hour film, something really heavy, like it's a drama and it sits with you, right? When you're driving home that night, even, you know, for the next couple of days is because you live that story. Well, we're in a really unique time in history where we can live thousands of stories in a matter of a day, you know, and all across the world, different stuff, not just Hollywood produced things. We can watch anything. And why I think it's good because I love hearing a good story. There's a lot of these things that normally wouldn't be accessible to us. I can definitely see the downside of it. There's 4.2 billion social media users, active social media users in the world. That's a lot. And almost 98% of those users access it from your phone. So it's not like back in the day when you could hop on the computer and dial up, you know, AOL or something and, and watch that one YouTube video and then have to get off because your mom needed to call her sister or something. Like this is something that's constantly available. We just pick up our phone and we can watch this. Now on the educational side of it, social media, maybe more specifically the internet is wonderful. We have all this information and in literally, you know, the palm of our hand, but you have to think about all the other stories and things that can affect us that way. You never see good things on the news, rarely. Like maybe at the very, very end, they'll, they'll show like a good or positive story. So we're consuming all this negativity that normally we wouldn't know about. You know, it's, if you look back in the day on even World War II, and World War II is kind of more when they started to publicly show what was going on in the world, but not really until Vietnam is when they actually had it, you know, on the news. And people started consuming that, that negative energy looking like, wow, man, this is crazy. Look how many people are dying every day and, and how rough this country is. And I think it started making people more sad. Personally, um, so another statistic for you, in 2008, only 10% of Americans were using social media. In 2008, I think that's kind of around when Facebook started getting popular, I can remember that. Um, but now, in 2022, 79% of Americans use social media. Now it's out of everybody. Like You got to think about between children all the way up to 90-year-olds, 79% use social media. 
That's changed a bunch. But so has mental health issues. <laughs> and obviously they've always been around. You know, from the beginning of time, you can look historically that there's been people who have been depressed because we think we live in this unique world where, man, why why does this suck so bad? You know, between, just look at the last two years, between the pandemic and inflation and, and all the, the, the conflicts going on in the world. And we're like, what a time to be alive, you know, especially us born in, you know, mid 90s. We've been through a lot. But so has everyone else. It's just, it's not more publicized. Like if you look back in, you know, probably 1806, if they would have had TikTok, you know, Jebediah would have been been on there posting about how, how rough his life was and the plagues and the famine and everything. It's just, it wasn't accessible. So you kind of lived in your own bubble. So your problems were your problems. If you had something going on in your life, something bad, like you kept that to yourself, you, you held that weight on your shoulders. But now... We can hold everybody's weight on our shoulders. And I think, I mean, it's, it's empathy. That's good. We should feel for each other. But when you only consume all that negativity, if all you're seeing on your, your social media feeds is, you know, oh, I got fired today or, oh, I'm single, I got dumped. I think that has to affect you. You know, I'm not a psychologist by any means. I went to three days of college, but I, it's got to affect you. It's good to be able to see other people's lives. I think Facebook and even Snapchat, you know, it's, it's pretty cool because you get to like silently keep up with everybody. That's a big, could you imagine, say you have 1500 friends on Facebook, could you imagine having to catch up with every single one of them individually? Like you had to give them a phone call and be like, hey man, you know, what's new in your life? Oh, I got married, I started a new job, um, I had a kid, like all that. Imagine having to do that for the 1500 people that you you know on social media, that's crazy. So I, I think it's a good thing that it it has made it more easy and more accessible. But at the same time, like I said, you're consuming a lot of negative energy. And I think that has to affect you. Because I don't know, me personally, the first thing I do when I wake up, I hop on my phone. And I'm pretty sure, I don't know the statistics out there, but you know, comment below, start our own study of how many people, the first thing they do in the morning is they check their phone. And typically, you know, the most liked or the most um, interacted with posts is going to come up first. So if someone ended up in the hospital or someone's having a real, real bad day or something, you're going to see that. That's how you start your day, man. You know, I, uh, one thing that Brody mentioned is, you know, take a break from social media and go read a book or go feel the grass. I thought that was kind of funny because we, we have such a big world that we're accessing every single day, but it's not all good things, you know, and music, I think favorite part about technology now is I can pull up, you know, Spotify on my phone and I can listen to basically any song that's ever been written. That's awesome. You know, I don't have to go buy a record or anything. So there's positives. But then again, as soon as I hop on, you know, any news apps, Wall Street Journal or even the Billings Gazette, you're going to see the negative stuff first, which is interesting because it's good that we need to know the, the bad stuff going on in the world. But you consume that right off the bat. And the only way I can compare that is you know, even let's go back to the 1960s, 1970s, when news broadcasting, national news broadcasting actually became more popular. It'd be bad stuff. You know, you turn on the five o'clock news and you'd hear about all the stuff going on. I remember even as a kid, you know, I'd watch the, the six o'clock news or whatever, or the 10 o'clock news. And, you know, there's two different channels here and you could flip back and forth. And they always had the, you know, the traumatic news story first because it, it draws interest. But that was, what, an hour out of my day or an hour out of everyone's day. 
that they and there'd be good things too they talk about developments in town but it'd just be that quick little section of hey here's what's happening in the war on terror like this is what's going on but now that's 24 hours a day that's 24 7 there's notifications on our phone to tell us when crazy stuff's going down which i think is insane like don't get me wrong like i said technology is awesome and you know i'm a fan but we need to find a way to switch our feeds if there is some way to filter out all that negativity where we can still stay informed for that you know once a week one hour a day whatever go look at all the crazy stuff going on be sad it's okay to be sad about stuff you know life sucks and you're not the only one going through it there's there's always going to be someone that's going through something worse and it's important to get that perspective but if that's all you're consuming it's going to make you sad it has to and you gotta start looking at more positive stuff and i i agree with him you know you should read a book because you you get to check out but i think being so available to everyone it easily burns you out you know i i love people i always will love people but sometimes i just i don't want to answer the phone you know or i don't want to answer the text because it, it it's a lot it's like a constant and i might be different because of my health stuff you know my my social battery my social energy isn't what it used to be but that's a lot you know you never have time for yourself to decompress or even to process that information it's just like this constant cycle where you go to bed watching tiktok and you wake up looking at facebook and it starts over and over again you're consuming everybody's lives so that when you do have issues happen with your own life you don't really have time to process it and i i'm guilty of it I, i've used social media to vent before because i didn't know a better way to get those emotions or feelings out and that's fine and like I said, I'm sorry. I've contributed to that. If someone took my situation to heart and made them sad for the day or sad for the minute or whatever, I do apologize. But we're all guilty of it. There's just got to be a way that we can flip that narrative that we can start consuming more positive things. Because it takes a toll on you. Like I said, the best example I can think of is when you watch that movie. You know, if you watch a comedy and you get out of the movie theater, you're feeling pretty good. You know, you're laughing or you watch a super inspiring movie, even like Rocky you know, or something like that, or like a sports victory, like you feel like you can take on the world, man, because you live that, you jump into that film so deep, you're like, I could do that. And it just completely changes your mood. But you watch something super sad, man, you're gonna be depressed after. It happens all the time. And I'm a sucker for true stories. You know, I don't really watch much fantasy movies or, or sci-fi or stuff like that, just because I love true stories that are inspiring, good or bad. Either knowing that someone went through something super tough overcame it or you know a victory story but it affects you same thing if you listen to you know super sad music all day long you're probably going to be sad where if you listen to super happy upbeat type music you're probably gonna be happy so we need to treat the same we need to treat our social media the same way yes stay in touch make sure you know all the bad stuff that's going on check in on your friends man I can't stress that enough. If, if someone's posting about they want to, you know, anything even close to being alone or depressed or sad, check in on them, dude. It takes three seconds to slide up and be like, hey, man, are you okay? I'm here to talk to you. That's it. They probably don't want the attention. You know, there's a stigma on that. They probably just want someone to talk to them. So out of all the times that you're liking pictures of people dancing and doing crazy stuff and, you know, shaking their butts all over the internet, which not, not a bad thing. I'm not saying don't do that. I'm just saying for the same amount of time it takes for you to like them and show them support thinking they're going to see your like and DM you, you could slide up and maybe save somebody's 
life, not even life, just their night, you know, when they're, when they're down and they're feeling so lost. They just want one person to talk to or, or try to care or know that they're there. Just slide up, man. doesn't matter if you're their best friend or if you're just friends on social media. It takes two seconds to care about somebody and be that positive. Be that positive. You know, don't, don't go in there and be like, Hey, why are you complaining? Like, don't be negative. Just try to, we got to flip this narrative to start consuming more positivity or not even that. If you see him being sad, send him a a video that made you smile today. Or, you know, I love memes. I absolutely love memes. Thank you. Whoever created them, the internet, I appreciate you, you know, and I love dark memes and sad memes, but share something funny and positive every once in a while. You know, it's not going to kill you. Just because you want to be that edgy person and, and you know, post all this crazy stuff and do something fun. I think you should, because it's going to change that narrative where all of a sudden you start hopping on Facebook and stuff. You see something positive, you know, post your accomplishments. You're not bragging. Just show positivity. You did something cool. You're proud of yourself. Post it. So, yeah, that's my my two cents and a half on social media and our effects on mental health. So my takeaway from this, if someone's alone, if feeling alone, if someone's feeling sad or down and you physically see that, it takes you two seconds to check in on them, man. Just make sure they're doing okay. Doesn't have to be crazy. You don't have to be their therapist. But send them something that's going to make them smile. Try to change that narrative. And don't spend so much time out of your day looking at the bad stuff. Do something every day. When you wake up, the first thing I want you to do when you look on your phone is try to find something happy. Whether it be a YouTube video, listen to a happy song, start your day with something positive, and then tell me how it affects you. I want to know. I want some feedback. Let me know if your day's better when you start it with something positive or you have more positive things you're consuming for the day than negative. So yeah, until next time, guys, I appreciate you listening. Go ahead and like and subscribe. On YouTube, Chronic Danger. I also have my podcast on Spotify now. So if you just want to listen to this or listen to my other stuff, I do a, a Danger Today thing three times a week that I'm going to talk about, you know, the dangerous news and everything like that, but with a positive twist. So I hope everyone has a wonderful day and thank you for listening.